This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. The attractive home of John and Margaret Bryant, the home they've always dreamed of, the happiest investment they have ever made. At last, the Bryants have all the space they need. Big floor-to-ceiling closets for each member of the family. Large, comfortable bedrooms. Zoned living areas, a feature in the plan of their home. Assure convenience and privacy for various family activities. Distinctive architectural details create a lovely setting that enhance the pleasure of entertaining. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it, now or ever. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you are on the Patriot Cause. I want to go fishing. That's what I would like to do. Just go fishing. Remember the days we used to wake up in the morning on a Saturday and didn't really know what you were going to do. Didn't have no worries and maybe you'd go visit the family. Maybe you'd do some yard work. Maybe you'd go fishing. That's how life should be in America. We shouldn't worry about the politics and the election and all these things that are going on. We should enjoy life and go fishing and I highly recommend that but my life has changed because I see the truth is what many people do not see is communism is in your front door and because it is here it is going to change your way of life and it is possible that the government, the so-called government of the United States is going to rule you and tell you what you can and cannot do 24 hours a day in your life. That's why I'm here fighting against this communism. Hopefully to get America back to not worrying about the government, not worrying about the election, not worrying about the economy, but worrying what fishing lure am I going to put on my fishing pole today to catch the bass, the big bass in the lake and get the thrill of catching a fish. That is what I want to do to become most important on my Saturday morning or my Saturday afternoon. 
However, we must face this evil specter that is in the world today. And we're going to discuss part two of the series called the specter of communism, how the specter of communism is ruling the world. If it's ruling the world, it is going to try very hard to rule America. We're going to start off the podcast with a paragraph from the book and or video on how the specter of communism is ruling our world. This is part of the preface of the book, and it goes like this. Communism evil specter with its countless mutations is a full guile. Sometimes it uses slaughter and violence to destroy those who refuse to follow it. Other times it takes recourse in the language of science and progress, offering a wonderful blueprint of the future in order to deceive people. Sometimes it presents itself as a profound field of learning and makes people believe that is the future direction of all mankind. Other times it uses the slogan of democracy, equality, social justice to infiltrate the fields of education, media, art, law, bringing people under the banner without their awareness. And yet other times it's called socialism, progressivism, liberalism, neo-Marxism, and other leftist terms. Sometimes it holds up seemingly righteous banners such as pacifism, environmentalism, globalism, and political correctness. This is communism at its best, using all the good things that we have to deceive us into believing they, the communists, know what's right for us. I say, no way. Let's just go fishing. So I'm going to break this paragraph down and split it up so we can decipher exactly what's going on and bring in information so you can understand and make a better judgment of the condition of communism in America. So I'm going to start off with this. It uses slaughter and violence to destroy those who refuse to follow it. Glenn Beck, great guy, great show host, very smart individual, says this. Liberation begins when America dies. Terrorists, or, terrorists organize Antifa is dangerous. And its members do want to destroy our nation. The former chief foreign affairs correspondent for 60 Minutes, Laura Logan, tells Glenn about the extremist group and why some around the world fear. Thanks to Antifa and today's violent riots, that America will cease to be a beacon of hope for others. That's the truth. If we fall, if America falls, in my mind, in my heart, in my belief, the world will fall with it because we are the last beacon of hope for the world. Profound field of learning and makes people believe that it is the future direction of mankind. This is what communism does. 
It makes people believe that this is the future and the utopia is going to be created and life is going to be awesome. Everything's going to be provided for. You don't have to worry anymore. You just go fishing. Until they don't let you go fishing. That's what communism will do. Because they got to protect the fish. So you cannot go fishing. So I'm going to read an article that was published on May the 1st, 1962. This is a year, almost a year before I was born. 1962 by William Henry Chamberlain. Mr. Chamberlain is a skilled observer and reporter of economic and political conditions at home and abroad. He has written a number of books, has lectured widely, and is a contributor to the Wall Street Journal and many national known magazines. You can go in the show notes, get the link, and you can figure it out. This is what he says in this article. The present Soviet dictator, Nikhil Gorbachev, shouted when a group of Western diplomats walked out of a diplomatic reception in Moscow because of an insult. All the same, we shall bury you, he says. In his more benevolent moments, Khrushchev has predicted that the grandchildren of the present generation of Americans will live under communism with or without assistance from the death-dealing missiles of which he likes to boast. And it's not only communism who cherishes this wave of the future theory, devouted anti-communists discouraged by apathy and weakness in the free world sometimes share this conviction. So the late Whitaker Chambers, who almost single-handedly brought Agler Hiss to justice, said to his wife when he quit the communist underground revolution and disgust. I know that I'm leaving the winning side for the losing side, but it is better to die on the losing side than it is to win in communism. He's absolutely correct. He realized the evil of communism and was willing to give his life for what we call now the losing side. Okay, slogans of democracy, equality, and social justice to infiltrate society with or without awareness. What does that exactly mean? Infiltrate society with or without awareness. Real simple. It's called elect politicians. And you're thinking those politicians have your good nature and life as their cause. Politicians getting elected under the banner of freedom. Then they go in and they push their socialism. The squad stays strong. Alexander Acosta-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Anna Presley, and Rashad Tayyip win re-election. This is from this year. So all four of these communists people won re-election. And this is from the USA Today on November the 4th. Go to the show notes. You can check it out. The four progressive congresswomen dubbed the squad won their race against strong conservative opposition. 
This is what they said. Or Omar said this. We are building a movement, she wrote. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Now go back to July 27th of 2019. This is from CNBC. Just over a year ago. They had an article, Why Democratic Socialism is Gaining Popularity in the United States. And we're going to play that clip by CNBC, July of 2019. Socialism used to be a really scary word in the United States. It helped fuel the Red Scare when Congress carried out massive witch hunts to weed out suspected American communists and traitors after each world war. Our job as Americans and as Republicans is to dislodge the traitors from every place where they have been sent to do their traitorous work. Until recently, though, socialism had been relegated to the sidelines of American politics, and it's taken on more of a positive connotation thanks in large part to Bernie Sanders from Vermont. When I talk about democratic socialism, I am talking about Medicare. When I talk about democratic socialism, I'm not looking at Venezuela. I'm not looking at Cuba. I'm looking at countries like Denmark and Sweden. The 2016 presidential contender was a self-proclaimed democratic socialist who tapped into a huge and angry voting bloc of the country's disillusioned youth. Financing college for all students in America really resonates with me. Workers' rights. Climate change. He's planting the seed. Closing the wage gap. He cares about um, black students on this campus. This is a movement that's going to exist for many, many years to come. Sanders made socialism cool. He also paved the way for the rise of other charismatic politicians like him. House Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had volunteered on the Sanders campaign before deciding to run for Congress herself. She was an overnight sensation after her unprecedented victory in 2018. Despite the fact that we were running against a 10-term incumbent, despite the fact that we didn't have the money, despite the fact that I'm working class, despite all those things, we won. AOC fervor has swept the country. We are in a moment where socialism is no longer a dirty word um, because people are affiliating it with those candidates who are already incredibly popular. But this swell of popularity has also triggered new fervor against socialism. Democrat lawmakers are now embracing socialism. They want to replace individual rights with total government domination. So is this political zeitgeist that's upsetting the status quo a fad or the future of politics in America? Tell me what democracy looks like! This is what democracy looks like! There's much more to that video, and you can go into the show notes and get the link to the YouTube channel and watch the rest of the video, but it's not going to make any difference because what you heard is the main point that they're talking about. They're not talking about socialism and communism from a negative standpoint they're feeding your brain and telling you that socialism is the future socialism another word for communism so it's taking on what they call a positive concertation or a deception a positive view in america by guess who? The majority of these people are college students. Not the guy that graduates high school and goes and becomes an auto mechanic. 
but the kid that goes to college never worked a day in his life. Everything's paid for, and yet he knows what's better for you, the person that works at the garage as an auto mechanic. The country that Bernie Sanders is talking about, Denmark, Sweden, they are democratic countries. They're not communist countries. They have socialist programs. Those programs are voted on by the people to provide certain services to the people. And if the government goes in left field, the people can change it. The people can make the path of that socialist program change. In a communist regime, you have no say. So the government can spend all the money they want to on their, quote, socialist programs to make you happy. And even if you don't like it, doesn't matter. The government knows what is right for you. What really scares me is these kids are saying that socialism is no longer a dirty word. It's not a dirty word. So they're painting the picture about the utopia and socialism, how it's going to make everything great. Again, the politicians get elected based upon the fact of democracy. They get in the office and then they start spewing all their socialism. And then they build their base after they come into the U.S. Congress. And now into the presidency. Socialism is no longer a dirty word. And finally, at the end of this video, you're listening to these people say something that's very, very scary. Because they say this is what democracy looks like. To them, this is democracy. It's a complete deception. A complete deception. True democracy is people determine their future and not the government. When the government goes to left field, the people say, wait a minute, you're going to left field. Let me change this. At some point, we will not be able to change it. And the power and control goes into the government 100%. And then we're back in tyranny again. So that's how simple this is. The specter of communism, the evil of communism is taking over America. Didn't believe it for years. But now I know different. And I didn't fight in this country. All the veterans didn't fight for this country. So that we can allow our government to take over our lives and the tyranny it's producing. So think about that one. Do you want to live in tyranny? Or do you want to have a free life? Do you want to make the determinations and vote on it? And what direction you go? Or are you going to agree with the statement that I mentioned? I know that I am leaving the winning side for the losing side. But it is better to die on the losing side than to live under communism. Now, I still don't think 
that the Constitution of the United States and the country we stand in is the losing side. I don't think it's gotten that far, but I think it can. God help us if we go too far, where we as the people cannot change the route and the future of America. With that, we're going to end with another Bonehead Award. You got to laugh about it sometimes because these people really don't understand the Constitution. They don't understand you. They don't understand the people of America, but yet they got to open up their pie hole as soon as they get elected, thinking they have the power, forgetting who put you in there. The people did. We have the power, all of us together as a country, to determine our government. And if the individuals that are going in there is wrong, then we have an obligation to pick the right people that believe in the Constitution of the United States. So listen to this absolute bonehead today. And while we're on the political and social turmoil in the US, let me share with you the latest contribution of a politician from the city of Minneapolis, the city that was the epicentre of all the current upheaval. And this little snippet says it all, really. When people are tearing down statues and wanting to defund the police, they're not supporting the legacy that they've inherited. They're not looking to improve America. They're supporting either anarchy or revolution. And that's why this little snippet of Democrat-aligned Congresswoman Ilan Omar gives the game away. She doesn't support the Great Republic and all that's made it a beacon of prosperity and freedom. She wants to dismantle it. As long as our economy and political systems prioritize profit without considering who is profiting, who is being shut out, we will perpetuate this inequality. So we cannot stop at criminal justice system. We must begin the work of dismantling the whole system of oppression wherever we find it. Yeah, the political system, the economic system, the judicial system, dismantle them. Omar is from Somalia, a country torn apart by war and terrorism, by extremism and anarchy, and she's been elected to the US Congress. Yet presented with all of the opportunity she sees in the United States, she wants to start dismantling it. This is why we've got to fight each and every day to protect what we've created in Western liberal democracies. Because no matter how absurd their aims might seem, there will always be people looking to undermine our institutions and our values. Patriots, I couldn't put it better myself. I love how this guy uses Omar as a prime bonehead example. The crap that's spewing out of this woman's mouth coming from a country called Somalia, which I have been there in 1993, Black Hawk Down, all of that. Seen it, been there, done that. So she is in a country that has made and give her the ability to be who she is, a congresswoman in the United States, and yet she continues with what's ingrained in her heart to fight against the very system that put her where she's at. You know why? It's because they believe that once they have full power, 
and tyranny over the country. They're going to be part of that little elitist world driving the United States of America. I hate to tell you this. If we do go to communists, all four of those squad people are going to be gone so fast, it's going to make you blink your eye. Because even they don't even have a clue what true communism is. And they will take them out. Think about this. Can I do something? Yes, you can go to the conventionofstates.com and help us to hold a national state convention, bringing the states together, amending the Constitution, proposing amendments to the Constitution that will help us control this government in three areas, the budget, term limits, and the size of the federal government. This is what they're doing. They're standing up a huge grassroots in America. Become part of that. Spread the news. Spread the word. If you're not in Convention of States today, get there and tell 10 people tomorrow so we can get a hold of this federal government. Got a good feeling about this year coming up. A lot of people are tired of this. And it's time for us to get together and stand up, show up, and speak up. Your country needs you to get off the couch and do something. This is the Gunny out.